With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Schultz. And joining me, my good buddy, Clinton Bonner. Adam Emmert should be joining us in a little bit, but we had to go live when we got the news, Clinton. Russell Wilson traded to the Denver Broncos of all places. Ugh. Yeah, man, just, uh, yeah, it's just stop you in the in your tracks kind of thing, right? I was like, personally, I was like, like literally uh, checking Slack for something for, for work. Um, and I, and I, sending an email out to somebody else and I just like dropped everything. And all I got across the top of the screen, Brandon was like Seahawks and Broncos agree to block. And like, that was all it read so far. Oh. And I was like, Oh, it, it, nothing. It, it, they're throwing a block party. This, this, this could be a, this could be a, you know, myriad things. And then I hit the thing and it took a while to refresh. And, um, and then the news started pouring in, man. So it's, uh, it was uh, the, the initial emotional reaction it was like as bad a gut punch as the play that shall not be talked about. Like, that's how it felt for me. I was like, I felt truly gutted in the, in the stomach, man. So how about, what was your, what was your first uh, I would, yeah, reaction? I would, I would put that reaction on par with that particular moment in Seahawks history. It, it does feel like that. And yeah, on Facebook, how y'all cr- not crying right now. How do you know that we didn't just get over it? I mean, I feel like my eyes are a little bit red. This is uh, it's, definitely puffy. Yeah, I hey, I wouldn't, you know, there's other things going on in the world right now to help put it in perspective. But, uh, you know, it's still it, it doesn't feel great. No, it feels like getting getting kicked in the you know what by by a donkey uh, or a Bronco in this instance. And uh, and then and then the tech streams start flooding in. Right. So I got all my boys from Long Island and I got my boys from Connecticut that I'm in fantasy football leagues with. And I got two dudes I'm actually Broncos fans with. They were they were not spiking the football they were just like holy crap dude and then you know wanted to wanted to talk about the the compensation which i'm sure we're going to get into as well um just the feeling of like we don't have russell wilson anymore right like he's that's we kind of went through this brand then when the when the lob broke up like rewind the clock five six years ago and it's like oh man these dudes are going to are hall of famers and they're going to stay with us until until they're not playing football anymore and then like one by one, they were like, you know, petals falling off a rose over here. And then it was like, all right, well, we got Bobby and we got Russ and like these dudes. Are, and and then this hits and it's even more, it's just even more of a punch. It's like, this is the generational quarterback. This is 10 years, our dude, Super Bowl champion, nine time pro bowler. And he ain't ours anymore. And it's a, uh, it's a crappy thing to say out loud and it, it, it doesn't make me feel better yet. So it, it feels strange because initially at the end of the season, when you look back to Russell Wilson's end of season press conference and you hear him saying things like, I hope I'm back. And I, I keyed in on that word hope. A lot of people did. 
I know Corbin Smith was big in on it too, wondering, you know, and asked him the question, why do you keep saying hope? Or, or maybe it was Michael Sean Dugar too. You know, you have mm-hmm. no trade clause. Why are we saying hope in this? And so that's when I look at the trade package, it feels like a fair package if Russell Wilson wanted out. And so that's that's what has me leaning toward because I yeah, Jay keeps said on Twitter like this isn't enough for for Russell Wilson and what the Seahawks are getting. They're getting the two first round picks from the Denver Broncos. They get number nine overall this year for 2022. They get the first pick next year. Plus, they get two second round picks. One of them is pick number 40. So the Seahawks are going to end up with pick number 40 and pick number 41 in 2022 in the second round. So three picks in the top 50. And also they swap a fourth rounder for a fifth rounder. The uh, The Broncos get the Seahawks fourth rounder and we get their fifth rounder. So why they threw that in, I don't know. That seems weird, but they did. Three players also coming to Seattle. Noah Fant, a tight end, because obviously Russell Wilson doesn't throw to tight ends, so the Broncos <laughs> aren't going to need Noah Fant anymore. Uh, Shelby Harris, really good defensive tackle. He comes over. He's on a two-year deal. And then they get quarterback Drew Locke, uh, who the Broncos obviously don't need anymore. Who knows if the Seahawks will need him. Uh, if Drew Locke is the guy suiting up week one for the Seahawks, I'm not real interested in that. But Drew Locke coming to Seattle, too, as as part of the deal. Yeah, that's a big yikes at the end of that, right? So it's just, it's, I think I'm with Jay Keeps that that's like, it, this is your, you traded a Hall of Famer, right? So if you trade a Hall of Famer, and I think the biggest thing that you and Adam and myself and others have talked about is like, does the deal involve getting back a, at least a pretty competent quarterback? Like, and if it does not, the answer is no. And this, this deal does doesn't. Not, this is, no, I don't, no, I don't Drew, see, look, no. The only way I see a competent quarterback coming as part of this deal, and this was not something that I took into account in any of our conversations, but if the Seahawks forego quarterback this year, if Drew Locke is the starter, then, um, you know, we can count on a two to four win season in 2022. And then we'll have the uh, first or second pick in the 2023 draft. And so then you get your quarterback in the 2023 draft. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, it's a lot of, uh, you know, that's giving, giving up a year, uh, you know, get it. And that's, that's, that's also DK's last year under contract, right. Which is very, which something to talk about and something that's quite interesting. And some other, other players that some things might matriculate from this move for sure. Um, and I don't want to go through that. Right. Cause, uh, cause we've been good for a long time. Um, and we still and we still have a pretty talented roster, but how, however, right now it's taken a severe. Remember, like Battle Axe Man back in the day, he had that chest plate thing, and you could chop away at it. It would like rotate and show more and more damage. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, it was pretty sweet. Uh, well, <laughs> I think I ba- have that toy. Yeah, Battle Axe Man's uh, you know an all timer. Well, our Battle Axe Man just took like another severe you know chest ding right, um, and that's not going to be recoverable until we solve for quarterback. And Drew Lock ain't it. Um, now, could this be the Drew Lock comeback story? And like you know, we're all you know halfway through the year, we're like, oh my gosh, he, he actually is pretty good. I don't know, maybe, uh, but I, I don't think so. I don't think that could be the plan. You look to the draft, and you got what, like um, I think it's Malik Lewis, and you got uh, what uh, Carroll, right? Matt Matt Corral, Corral, I think Corral, is how you say yeah. it. Um, and you got, you know, Pickett and some others that are like seem seemingly okay quarterbacks, but 
it just seems like a very odd year to do this uh, and, and to do this with a team that you're not getting back at least like a David Carr level uh, quarterback who could who could actually shown he could play consistently good football in the NFL. David Carr, and Derek Carr, one of the cars, one of the cars. Yeah, yeah. The, the car is the band. It's all it's all good, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> very good. Um, well, and Keith yeah. said it and he I think we're on the same wavelength here, Keith. We are not aiming to be competitive this year. We are tanking. And the thing that's really going to tell that out is, you know, what other players right. uh, Bobby. go. Bobby obviously makes a ton of sense as as someone who won't come back after this year. Barry comes in via the super chat, says, if we were all at a bar, I'd buy I'd buy everyone around to piss our tears away. I know he's not perfect, but the compensation seems, yeah, not enough. If Russ wanted out, it's smart, but ouch. Yeah. yeah. It's to you to what you said earlier, right? Just trying to st- trying to step back from it emotionally. It's like if Russ was literally very determined on I'm getting out of here, you know, if that was behind the scenes, what was happening, then I could look at this package and be like, okay, you know, like if, if it was if it was very even if it was like last year at this yeah. point, if it was like the last year rhetoric and and then this kind of came through, be like okay, I could I could kind of see that. Um, and 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 accept it with a little bit more uh you know well acceptance to be to be repetitive but for this year it's like it didn't feel like we were there it felt it felt like we were kissing and making up and getting through all this and um everybody not, was saying not, the right I, things in all the press conferences it felt like russ was doing the tour and you know he he stayed away i think from the the hope language i mean he was he was talking in the way that yeah it could happen i suppose the way anything could happen but it it caught me off guard, especially the way that the the rhetoric had had changed. It, it felt like it shifted, and so yeah, I wasn't prepared for this. No, not at all. And uh, and thank you, and thank you, anybody who's chiming in with the super chats. That's that's you know mighty mighty amazing of you. Um, very very cool. And we got we do have some 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 fun comments. People are like asking like, all right, is it is it fire sale time? Are we tanking like uh, like Flocktimus said? And I don't I don't know, man. Is is this the way Pete Carroll goes out, right? Does Pete does does Pete Carroll and then the John the John Schneider era, do they go out as a what is he seventy years old? Is that correct? I think he's seventy, right? Yeah. Um, does he go out as a head coach like that, being like, yeah, I tanked, you know, we 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 traded off the 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 all time best QB, probably best player we've ever had, and he's going to spend a year or two rebuilding. Is that what? him at this part of his career is really going to go do uh, those things are in conflict to me. I don't know about you, Brand. They, they don't, they don't square up. Well, I know it's a logical thing to say, yes, this is a tanking move, but him and his career right now, he's going to tank at this point. I, I just, something's not, something's not squaring up for me, man. If you go back to when Pete showed up in 2010, it was what a, a three year build to the Super Bowl, right? They, um, it, and really that move toward the Super Bowl, it started with building the defense. It started with getting Marshawn. And then Russ was just the 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 piece that it, it really pushed them over the top, I think, that they had a, a quarterback who could who was outstanding at winning in the clutch. I you know, I'm I'm still I'm as I'm thinking through this, it's still I'm struggling with the idea of of how you find that guy to be that piece that Russ was. So even if you do have a three-year plan, you know, Shelby Harris up front is a guy who, yeah, he can help 
anchor that front of that defense and and other pieces on defense though is that where they go do they go defense heavy then with these draft picks and then with it being a strong running back class with the idea of that maybe penny can come back and and be that guy that um you know maybe he can turn everything around injury wise and it's it's tough to really figure out what the plan is but i you know, at 70, if, if Pete's going to coach another five, six years, maybe he just, th- this is part of his plan. Maybe. I, I could be. You know, I, it's very, very hard to tell at this moment with everything in such flux. And to that point, they're going to have to find a way, if they are to be competitive, they're going to have to, they, they clearly want to try to be more like the 2011, 2012, 2013 Seahawks, right? 2012, 2013. Yes, I know Russ was there, obviously, duh. Um, but he wasn't quite yet 2015, 2016, you know, he wasn't, wasn't quite the, the rust that he grew into right. uh, is the point. And, and yes, that's an all timer defense there. So you can't just wave a magic wand and, and, and replicate the LOB. Um, however, with assets and with money, maybe they can go out and like really, really just do what you've been, you've been asking for, right? Go get the best offensive lineman. And if they're not resigning, if they do resign penny, you know, to something, something uh, affordable essentially fine pretty deep looking draft class in terms of um some some cool looking running backs that which by the way if you're picking 40th and 41st and and the, you have three in the top 41 it does give you and that's what that's something i think we should talk about a little bit this package you get no offense okay gerald everett probably probably doesn't get resigned all right so six million dollars back back on or so right six million dollars back that you get to spend somewhere else uh, and it, that goes to Fant. All right, we'll take the $6 million uh, there. I, I'm not exactly sure what, what, what Fant's salary is. Um, but having the three in the first 41 picks, it absolutely does give you the license to spend one of those 40, and 40 or 41 on what could be the first running back off the board. And you know, people forgetting Nick Chubb was a second-round running back. Jonathan Taylor was a second-round running back. These are pretty early second-round picks. Uh, you know, they, they, and running backs will continue to fall. So it, it does give a real nice license to experiment more um, and, and maybe go get that, go really, really get back to some more Pete Carroll style football with like good O-line play and, and, and an aggressive new running back too, if Penny's not back. Well, I do have Adam in the waiting room now. He just joined. So let's take a break, come back and we will get his thoughts on the news. That's up next. The Seattle Seahawks trade Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos for two first-round picks, two second-round picks. They swap a fourth and a fifth, and the Seahawks get three Broncos players. Still hard to get that out of my mouth without throwing up. Adam Emmert now joining us and was fast asleep when the news broke. So now he's just getting into the news and joins us on the show. So weird. Um, just just randomly had a had a tough night uh, sleeping and just couldn't sleep the entire night. And it's probably because the whole universe was about ready to be spun out of control in a way that I was not ready for. And uh, so honestly, didn't fall asleep till like eight nine a.m. this morning, uh, which is really unusual. That never really happens to me. And literally woke up, turn on the inverter here at the cabin on a snowy, cold day, just like my heart. And uh, the news popped up and uh, then as you guys may imagine um, there was quite a few texts and uh, there was one person who was 
more than excited to give me a phone call. Our good friend Bronco Jared. Yeah, uh, Bronco Jared already checked in. Yeah. Let me let me or how about you guys guess as to if he felt like they did good or bad in this trade? <laughs> I, I I'm guessing that he felt like the Broncos wiped the floor with that uh, that they totally got over on the Seahawks. Yes. And that's what and okay. They so they did. This is what I mentioned to Clinton. They did. This is a trade as if Russell Wilson wanted out. Sure. Right? I mean, that, the, that's the fine. compensation um, tells us this, right? Sure. I, I don't understand the trade the in the cap hit. I mean, that's the biggest part about this for this year. I mean, I guess if you don't give a crap and you're blowing it up anyways, then who cares if you're hamstrung for a year cap wise? Yeah. Well, if you're like I said, as part of the compensation that we have to understand is that they're getting one of the top two picks in the 2023 draft. So yeah, this this year doesn't matter. Oh, 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 yeah. We're definitely getting one of the top two picks in the 2023 draft yeah. with Russell Wilson at the helm of the Broncos. Like, we're not getting it from the Broncos. No, pick. we're getting it from our own. It'll be our own top two pick because the Seahawks have a pick in 2023. Their own pick's going to be one or two. Now, the Broncos pick is going to be in the 20s or the 30s, hopefully, for us. But yeah, our, our pick will be in the top five. Can can we can we go over the uh so what is the cap hit? Do we do we like just bleed twenty-five million dollars too? Yes. Just dead money. Just dead money this year. Now, if they would have waited till next year, then you know, you wouldn't have this. Like, here's the thing. Look, all right, I'm gonna be pissed off for a second. I'm still going through the catfish and emotions here. Like, this is so ridiculous. Like, I don't understand. Oh, Russ really wanted out. Well, go suck a whole bunch of crap, Russ, because you don't get to leave. That's what I would say. You don't get to leave. You're under contract. Throw a fit, throw away game checks, whatever. But we're going to try to win another Super Bowl with one more year. Now, in the final year of his contract, if you want to trade him, because that's honestly when I thought this was going to be happening, I, I would have been a lot better with this. Like, you know, one more, one more roll here, see how it's going to go. And then, you know, it's the last year of his deal. And then everybody's like, well, you're not going to get as much for Russell Wilson. Well, why why trade this year when there's no available quarterbacks and then there's no available quarterbacks in the draft? It it doesn't give you any even any advantages. Any advantages? What you're going to be the Broncos for the next ten years? Let me tell you how Bronco Jared's been feeling over the last you know five six years since. Uh, and they won the Super Bowl more gone. recently than the Seahawks. I know, but since Peyton has left, since Peyton has left, listen to what he's gone through over these last few years, man. They've had a good coach, good defense, all the things except for a quarterback, and they can't even make the playoffs year after year after year. We're not competing with the Niners now. We're not competing with the Rams now. We're not even competing with the fucking Cardinals now for the next two to three years. You know what I got to hear at the end of my phone call with Bronco Jared? He goes, you know why sunsets are Broncos colors? And I was like, why? Because God loves the Broncos. Click. Hangs up. It's a pious BS right there. All right. Does, it, yeah, does, anybody, such a jerk. does anybody think Drew Locke can play at all? So I asked Jared. I asked him. Said, "What Drew Locke is what forty percent Russell Wilson?" And he just laughed. He goes, "On one of his better days, oh. he's like he's mentally not there at all. He's like he makes all terrible decisions. He's like good luck with that." Oh, he's thrilled to get rid of Drew Locke. I, I'm not. No, Drew Locke is not 
I, I just can't see him as the week one starter. Whether they go out and, and trade some picks really? for Gardner Minshew, uh, I'll Matt take Lynn. that. Um, gosh, would I take? Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of, well, I, I would rather have Carson Wentz uh, over Drew Locke, uh, <laughs> as terrible as that sounds. Yeah, um, 100%. Yeah, I, I haven't been like up close and personal with Drew Locke being again, like you guys are closer, closer physically. So you're going to see more Bronco stuff and I see yeah. more like get stuff and things like that just being on the East Coast. So, you know, I see what I see. I watch the occasional game they're on Thursday Night Football or whatever. And just seemingly a fairly unimpressive middle of the road or or lower third QB. Um, I was just wondering if there was ever the flashes like holy crap like he he does he could be it he could he could have it and i just i don't i never saw it so i didn't know if folks who watched it more maybe got some glimpses that i, that I missed drew lock has a lot of arm talent and he's he's a chucker he's a certified chucker that, that um, doesn't fit in with pete carroll well, well it doesn't it doesn't i mean pete just wants to run the ball and take chunk plays yeah uh and you know maybe that's what drew lock could do well um, Noah Fant, like all the talent in the world coming out of the draft, all the measurables, everything you look for has not been a producer in the NFL at all. Well, he hasn't, he hasn't had, a had a quarterback. He said <laughs> he's had 600 to 700 yard seasons every year, 90 targets. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a, I, I, I've, look. I've watched a lot of Noah Fant and I come away every game going eh. like for what he is, it sh he should be a lot more. Yeah. I just. I but I mean, I mean I for, for the cap hit for the so two years, because under the fifth year option, it's like a seven million dollar contract. Uh, he's going right. into his fourth year this season. Two million dollars. I mean, that's there's potential there. I'm OK with it. Shelby Harris is the best player of the three, obviously, to come over in the trade. Yeah, it, it, a good interior lineman. You know how much I love building from the lines. So that's cool. Uh, I'm not sure you trade a franchise quarterback for a first round pick. You can't use on a quarterback this year, a quarterback that you can't play. And then a first round pick next year that you can't use to draft a quarterback. Yeah. That's is there a starting left tackle in this draft that we can get at nine at number nine at nine? I don't know. It changes everything, doesn't it? Um, That's I'm still saying. wrapping if, my head around look, it. If, I, yeah, I, there's going to be plenty of time to go over the draft. But the, the plan that seems in my mind right now is, OK, you you use the couple second round picks on defensive guys. You, you take either the best pass rusher or the best uh, offensive lineman in the top 10, find a QB to go out and, and be a guy who can win you three or four games, obviously two games over the 49ers because we own them. And then maybe you get a third win somewhere in there. And then you're drafting in the top two or three next season. I'm not okay with you uh, already starting to think about the future in that way. I'm not okay with it. Brandon, I look, I woke up at a normal time this morning. So I'm a deeper <laughs> into this process than you are. True. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, I, I'll say something. Um, it does make the draft more exciting. So there's that. They get to look forward to like pick nine's pretty damn good. Um, so I look forward to it. I and mean, he's gone now, right? I, I'm not, I can't get him out of my head that quickly. I'm not, I'm not, you know, trying to be that, yeah. that quick about it, but like it'll make, it'll make that quite. Hey man, pick nine. It's that day and that leading up to it, that, uh, and the day before and then the day of. It'll be exciting, you know, and there's there's new new things to the draft's going to be exciting this year, guys. Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> and that and that sucks. Um, it it shouldn't be, but at least I don't so know. So just... when everything changed over in 2020 to this new decade, was that just like 
Yeah. You know, did the world just decide it was going to kick everybody uh, from the Northwest in the balls as hard as possible forever? Like between Corona and, you know, wars and Russell Wilson being traded. Like, tell me something in the last two years that's gone right. There's probably something. I mean, hey, for Broncos fans, today's a great day, right? And uh, yeah, on draft yeah, day. Yeah, I know one and they didn't deserve it. No. Well, yeah. especially if your sample size is Jared. So. Yeah, I got two buds in my town. Uh, they they were not, you know, being braggadocious. They were they were just fired up for the trade. The Broncos fans, um, and uh, they and I was picking their brains too, like about about the players coming back. Uh, they were very high on Shelby. They they, they did say like uh, they're like oh you're gonna love him. Like they like the guy. They're like he is just everywhere. You know he is stuff and runs, tackles for losses, just busting through the gut and, and disrupting up the middle. It's like, you're absolutely going to love that guy. But I, at the same time, I think they were texting me because they knew I was in, you know, in a pretty emotional state. Uh, and they were just like, you know, trying, but it's going to be okay. You're, you're getting some good players back. Um, yeah. And I, yeah I, none I, of I them are another, quarterbacks I, though. Right. Yeah. That, that, that's the thing. I had other, other folks are like, Hey, sorry about the trade, but they're like, looks like you got a, you know, a really good deal back. And I'm like, and these are like intelligent football fans. I'm like, really? You think this is a good deal? Like, um, it didn't make me feel any better. It just made me feel like they don't really watch enough football. You know, it's like we don't have a core right now. Yesterday, the, this the morning, people saying that though, Wilson. Clinton, are the are the same people who have been watching with the idea that Russell Wilson is on his way out because they've been told constantly that Russ is trying to get out. So for someone trying to get out, yeah, this and and that understanding, this probably does look like a decent trade. It's like, well, you're getting something. It's two first round picks, two second round picks. That's something, and and three good, you know, well, uh, one really good player and a couple of dudes. Yeah, I, I, there's some great great comments dropping in here. A lot, lot of uh, Rob Staten comments. People people uh, saying that Rob Staten's you know in, in ha having having his day here, maybe taking a taking a lap. I guess um, I do wonder how 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 others are gonna. Others are going to react to this because at the end of the day, I don't think anybody wanted to lose Russell Wilson, even if they were critical or thought this was going to be what, what you know, what was going to transpire. Well, and I know, Clinton, you have uh, a meeting here at the top of the hour that you need to roll out for. So any closing comments before you hop out? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, my man. I appreciate you hopping on and getting on before me. And uh, it just hurts. It just hurts. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Clinton. Just know that you're you're still loved all the way out here, even though that this this happened today. We all gotta hug each other today, boys and girls. Yeah, well, uh, we we shall overcome. We'll, uh, you know, and again, I cheer I cheer for this and uh, and go Hawks. See you dude soon. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. So one person I do have to give a shout out here to, and we, I will on when we do our our regular show. But after the news came out, Carly Perkins came in as a three dollar a month patron. Wow. And so uh, that 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 made me feel good. Carly's for real. Maybe more for real than uh Pete and John and Russ. Like because uh Facebook users a uh, little comment here, did they just renew season tickets yesterday? Huh. It, it's the thing is though, it's not too late to get out of it. The the payment doesn't come due until April. So uh, cuz I had I had um a single ticket that I was I've been trying to planning to, to get out of. And yeah. I emailed to cancel it yesterday before the news. And I heard back this morning that I was able to cancel it. But uh, yeah, I wonder how many season ticket cancellations <laughs> are going to be coming through here in the next couple of weeks. Because uh, I'm kind of feeling it. Kind of feeling like, well, 
I guess at the end of the day, as I sit and think about this, you know, the, the power struggle that had gone on the last two years, if it's between Pete and Russ, how do you choose Pete? I just don't understand. Unless Pete has that much control that he's the one who makes the choice. If, if, if he's the one making the choice, then he's going to choose himself over Russ. Right. So this, this definitely looks like Pete's around for the next two, three years, right? Yeah, I don't think he has any plans to go anywhere. I mean, that would be obvious. Yeah. Because I mean, then as, is... as Jody Allen, you make the decision of, well, Pete's not going to be around more than a couple years, then then you would go with Russ. I mean, this is a minimum three-year, you know, rebuild. I mean, oh, my God. I mean, what are the odds that Bobby plays for this team this year? Oh, I would say 0%. Next to none, yeah. right? Yeah, why would he come DK? back to, to play for a rebuild? Now, well, so DK is the other big trade chip, right? Yeah. You probably get a couple first-round picks for him. So then if you're talking, gosh, you know, another team that would give up a first-round pick this year and a first-round pick next year, I, then I guess you're getting into the area to where you could probably do some pretty decent damage between this draft and the next. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're just trying to, I guess the first round picks for this year, it's just, I'm not interested. Oh, I'm well, not, not, for, interested. not for a quarterback, but. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's the whole point. That is the whole point. It doesn't freaking matter if you use all these first round picks and draft really well and build a good defense and then have a guy who can barely play behind behind center. That's what you want for this guy. year because you want your top first pick for next year. I... See, this is the one when we had this discussion, and I know there was a lot of people, you know, coming at us for saying that there was no way it could happen. The one there were two factors that we didn't consider. One yeah. factor being that Russell Wilson absolutely wanted out, and uh, because and I only say that looking at the trade package. And the second yep. one being that we didn't consider the Seahawks bad draft pick. Well, good draft pick for being bad in 2022 as one of the picks right. you have to consider as part of the trade package. Right. No, that's true. So we, we didn't swap a first this year, right? We still have our first for, oh no, our first is gone from the yeah. Jamal trade. We have, yeah. yeah, the the they lost the one from Jamal this year, which would have been 10, but the Broncos had number nine. So we get the Broncos ninth overall pick. And then yeah. we have the 40th overall and 41st because right. and the 41st was the one that the Seahawks had. So, and the next year, the Seahawks will have their own first round pick. They'll have Denver's first round pick. Right. And then probably the pick that they trade away DK for. <sighs> right. Oh, yeah. Um, so to all the folks that are like, Hey man, you guys said this wasn't happening. You said it wasn't happening. Blah, 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 blah. Like, here we go, guys. Are we all ready? Already, I'm looking dead at the camera. You see me? Do you see my eyes? Guess what? I was wrong. It happens. I'm really sad I was wrong about this. I really wanted to be right, but I wasn't. I, Adam Emmert, was wrong about the Seahawks trading Russell Wilson. But you were right in one aspect. There was no way that, that they were going to trade him within the NFC. So when you did your yeah, when you did clear. your car rant about the NFC East teams, you know the Eagles yeah. being on board, the Commanders being on board, no way they're going to the East. Yeah, no way he's staying in the NFC. Here's the sad part: I'd rather have Daniel Jones than Drew Locke. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they had two picks in the they had 
two picks in the top 15 this year. Yeah, like five and seven. You know, if so, uh, the ideal deal now that this has happened. Yeah. If it were if it were Daniel Jones, two first round picks from the Giants this year and their first round pick next year. Right. That would have been a better deal than what we got from the Broncos. It would have been, but like you said, I don't think they had any interest trading him in the NFC. Well, and Russ wouldn't wouldn't have agreed to go to the Giants. They have a terrible team. Yeah, that's my thought on it, right? Um, I'd say probably the only one he would have agreed to was probably Commanders. And I would have much rather had Heineke. Might still be possible. They're they're searching for a quarterback. I, I I just had visions of a Jameis year going through my head. (laughs) <laughs> there's there's a, there's a lot of terrible options at uh th- see this is why you say that it won't happen because now look at the options for 2022 right. there are like zero good yeah quarterback options like nothing sounds yeah. good so i've i've looked at a little bit of malik willis i've looked a little bit at Pickett. i did not like what i saw off the the first part i did not go through any of the other guys I guess it's time for me to really actually do my quarterback deep dive in this draft. Maybe the Seahawks feel like there's a guy they can snag later um, <laughs> like that uh, is in the draft. And Jake, I mean, let's talk Brady. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd take Tom, but this team isn't a Brady away from winning the Super Bowl. No, no it's not. not the, right the, now. Brady would not say uh, if, if Brady's going to come back, he would pick the Niners over the Seahawks right now based on talent level of the roster i mean with russ gone i mean as a seahawks fan do you not have to think that we're one of the five worst teams in the league this year yeah that's why i'm counting on a top two or three pick next year what you know you you you, you got (laughs) mad at me you got mad at me all the way back in the uh either 11 or 12 season for wanting to yeah whatever whatever year the beast quake uh that was 12 uh, you got mad at me because at the end of that regular season, I wanted them to lose to the Rams towards the end of the year to get a better draft pick and not go to the playoffs yeah. that year. Uh-huh. Yeah. And here you are rooting for an entire season of suck. I'm not rooting for it. It's, it's going to happen. It's <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'm not team tank. I'm just team realistic in, in the talent yeah. level of the roster now with, if Bob, if they, if they don't bring back Bobby, which why would Bobby want to come back? If they trade DK, which if you're blowing it up, why not? Um, yeah. You know, what other options are out there? I mean, maybe Tyler stays just because, you know, he's a Seattle guy and uh, he and Quandre can come back and hang out together and be buds on a on a team that's not. Oh, they're great. not. Quandre's not coming back this year. No. No. I don't know. Why would you? Why not? Right, so if, you if you're Pete and trying your to build out. the defense. The, and and if you're on maybe a three year time frame, I think I think Quandre fits within that three year time horizon for a good defense. Oh, sure, that's great. Have you thought about Quandre's history at all? He he he's done this dance, this yeah. play on a craptastic team, hope for draft picks thing, and then when he was about ready to get paid, you know they gave him a, a the hard line throughout the offseason, plays out his contract, breaks his leg in the last game. And then he's going to come back to a three-week, three-win team. Yeah. The following year. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe, maybe you hold out and get paid if that's the case. I bet you he takes less to go somewhere where he has a chance to win. You don't have a chance to win without Russell Carrington Wilson. You do not. We've never seen this team with uh, <laughs> which is from Simon Diggs' Twitter reaction to the trade would imply he thinks Pete is dumb. Well, 
<laughs> I mean, look, the, the the timing of this obviously is really good for Quandre Diggs. If he is wanting to go somewhere to win, he he can choose to go somewhere else now. And yeah. uh, I I think that yeah, I look, Quandre was a big Russell Wilson guy. You heard it from him when he was on yep. Ben Baller's podcast. So and and why wouldn't you be? So yeah, Quandre would yeah, he should absolutely move on. Yeah, I, I, it's it's tough to wake up to a phone call from Bronco Jared and then um, our my buddy Doty, who is a sawfiler down uh, near Vancouver, Washington, who's uh, a Niners fan, and uh, to wake up to his text too, like, dude, you got rid of him. Thanks. I guess that's the way that I, I I'm trying to view this. Like, how do rival? If I'm a Rams fan, like all four of them, one of them. So 25% of the Rams fans, if I was 25% of the Rams, fans, yeah. um, would I be happy about this trade? Yep. Oh yeah. If I were Niners, Niners fans fan, are, yep. are stoked. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's how, you know, it's like when the Rams, because the 49ers, they haven't been able to beat Russ. It just hasn't right. happened. Oh my God. Oh, what about a Jimmy G or, Ugh. oh no, no. Why would you do that? Why would you trade away Russell Wilson this year? Yeah. Like, I mean, at this point, right? Like there's no more normalcy bias that's broken up now. So anything's possible. Yeah. And maybe that's the theme of the off season, right? Anything is possible. Now that the Seahawks have made the move, they're free and clear of Russell Wilson and they have some picks to work with. So it's going to make this off season interesting. I, I thought we were in for an interesting off season anyway, but maybe not quite this way. So that's going to do it for this show. I will be back talking more throughout the week. There's going to be a lot to talk about. Be sure you are subscribed to the show. That way you get it in your podcast feed as soon as it comes out. SBNation.com slash NFL podcasts. And until next time, go Hawks. <laughs>